This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. Welcome to F This Week, podcast number 35, recorded, sort of live, Thursday, June 7th, 2012. Your crew this week, I'm Chuck, with me here in the studio is Audra. And of course, whoa! I've been here a lot longer than you guys, like two weeks longer than you guys. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, welcome more. back. Thank you. It's, so it's good to be back. Good to be back. I do want to give a quick shout out because we didn't record them, so nobody knows. Uh, we did do some live uh, ones while Chuck and Audrey were away, and I do want to thank Soleil, Janitor Bob, and my brother, mystery brother, uh, oh, like on Twitter, for joining me during those uh, episodes. Hell yeah! That is awesome. Thus establishing the the uh, what will eventually be considered the standard. <laughs> in in procedures for F this week when yeah, things... it, it wasn't quite there, but I, I did the best I could. <laughs> Just it's good. Now it's it's the plan now. <laughs> Retroact God, I can't tell you. Uh, think... well, it's the plan, but with like less. I less somebody plan. has a plan. It's like a the fucking Cylon plan, yeah. You know what? Not quite as much zooming in on the cock. Honestly, yeah, really. Far less cock. I, I gotta tell you. Well, it was Canadian invasion last week. I gotta tell you. I thought you were going to say Canadian I, I think that that might be the longest I have been away from podcasting. The longest Canadian cock? Since we have, <laughs> since we've been podcasting. I think it might be. It certainly felt long to the rest of us. Heck. <laughs> <laughs> still, still talking about the Canadian cock? Is that sure. Right? All right. <laughs> that's what that's she a, said. That's what your brother said anyway. Oh. Ah. <laughs> oh. Well, he's not in the chat, right? So I'm not crapping on the chat. I'm just crapping on him. Actually, there's a reason I'm not crapping on the chat. I cannot get into the chat. It's just not showing up for me. I tried yeah. to open it in Firefox, and it says I don't have the plugin. So apparently, I'll have to. Audra Tech fail. I know. Well, we have to just talk. Should be using Chrome. I was using Chrome. Do, I always use. You'll Chrome. just have to. You'll just have to like talk to people instead. I know. I haven't even opened Firefox harsh. in like a I'm year. Just like, how am I supposed to ignore you bastards now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I normally I could bury myself in the chat, but now I'm gonna have to podcast. <laughs> I haven't opened Firefox in so long. Olivia opened- <laughs> Pearl says, is it plugged in? Yeah. Okay, plug it in. Yeah, nice. <laughs> no, I haven't opened up Firefox in so long. It opened up to like a, a news story like, check out this brand new game called Words with Friends. It's awesome. like, welcome to Firefox version 2.53. <laughs> if I get it to open in Safari. <laughs> yeah, they're up to version 35 now or something, I think. Yeah, yeah, 2.5 was like a month and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> Next week will be 50. They pop versions like we do podcasts. <laughs> Cycle all the versions. Yeah. <laughs> I sent uh, I sent Audra the uh, the Happy Thursday 
uh, animated gift, the the one with uh, the eight bit Thor riding the oh, uh, the neon cat. Riding the neon cat. That was awesome. <laughs> you know what? I've been wearing my neon cat shirt like as often as I can get it through the laundry. That and your your Jupiter shirt. Then the Jupiter shirt that I got from the the t shirt swap. Yeah, someone said that that was Cures. I don't know if it was. Thank oh, you. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, it's awesome. It's yeah, it fits great. It's a cool shirt. Oh, but, photo nuts. Did you? Sorry, I'm photo photo nuts. Did you upgrade to an SSD? Sorry, continue, Andre. No problem. <laughs> uh, I've been wearing my Nancat shirt everywhere, and not a single person has commented on it. I think most people don't know what it is. Amazingly. I- Lame. You would think that if you didn't know what you'd it was, think you'd that still that would be, be a like, meme. Yeah, you would think you'd that everybody like, would know that. Is that a cat with a pop tart shooting like rainbows out of its butt? you guys knew about it when I brought it in. No, I'm saying even if you had <laughs> never seen it, wouldn't that be something to comment on if it was brand new to you? <laughs> the, one would. of the only times I had people comment on my shirts is when I was down with you guys and I wore the uh, the the T Fury shirt, the Team Eddard for Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the person at the checkout, she's like, "Oh, were you here for the Twilight premiere?" I'm like, ah. "I know," and I was like, "Don't let it get to you." On you're like, "I'm not wearing the shirt again." And you're like, I left it down there. Crap! I know you. I was gonna say you promptly went home and burned it. <laughs> no, I left it. There. Like I'll never wear it again. Aww. Apparently, it's because I haven't been doing enough software updates. (laughs) Alright, I guess I'll have to shut down. Well, let's say something. I am. I'm making photo notes. Did upgrade his SSD. Okay, so is uh, is Kier in the chat? Yeah. Okay. So we got. Is he? Yes. He is. All right. We have to talk to Kier for a second and about Kier. So simultaneously, Kier Kier sent us second and third person. (laughs) I'm just going to speak naturally. You can translate if you sent us this awesome stuff. He did. He he sent us this awesome gift. Now, hang on just a second. Last week, I just cut it off accidentally five seconds before the end of the song. Well, <laughs> well that's awesome. Canadian cock. Okay, so uh, <laughs> it's like a bobbit moment there. No, so here, here's the thing: we're uh, he sent what is one of the coolest gifts I think we've received because it's as Audra pointed out, one of those things that we would never buy for ourselves, you know. And yet, one of those things that we all squeed oh, when we yeah. open. Yeah, a so, Death Star shaped vibrator. Pretty much. No, I squeed. No. No, and, and it's directly applicable to GWC. It is. No, what he sent us, and, and, and you're going to think so, are a couple of mic stands. But you haven't seen these mic stands, okay? I am a cheap ass. I buy <laughs> mic stands that are about a dollar more than like a stick taped to a broom, you know? Wait, my mic stand is a stick taped to a broom. <laughs> well, you you got the hand me down stick. <laughs> no, okay. So so seriously, hand me what? And essentially, right. These mic stands compare. Our mic stands are like a car. You know, are like a cardboard box. These mic stands are like I don't know, the uh, you know the fucking Taj Mahal. They are so smooth. They are. They are. They are magic. And glossy. Yeah, no, they're not glossy. They're matte. Yeah, you know what's really cool about them? They stay in place. They move easily. They don't fall over. They're, they're like, they have all these special joints on them. You know, all that shit that when you uh, think mic stand, mic stand, you know, you think what a mic stand you know should do? It, it does it. It's like before we were driving a 93 Taurus. <laughs> sort of, yeah. And, and now we're driving like a brand new Honda. 
<laughs> and I say that because it, it doesn't have to be luxury cars, but you know how oh, Hondas true. are super smooth and tight and coherent, especially when they're new. Like they feel like We're they're talking all about one Hondas. Piece. Yeah. Okay. Smooth, yeah, smooth and well, tight. Well, see, go, going into this recording, I had heard when Audra was sitting down and getting set up. She said, "Oh wow, Chuck, it's so it's so firm and it's just standing straight up." And, and now I know what tight. you were talking about. Yeah. Oh, did I really? Oh, we're talking about mic stands. <laughs> yeah, mic stands. <laughs> no, man. Seriously, I I cannot I cannot point that out that is really cool yeah i would i am way too much of a cheap ass i never would have bought them myself they're, I, they're hercules mic stands and yeah he sent them a little bit ago and we've been out of town so we haven't had a chance to actually cast with them yet until today that we're doing this is it we're doing and it's like oh. holy crap my mic is not slowly sinking <laughs> yeah he, he doesn't he doesn't look like he's trying to give himself head by the end of the cast anymore. that's right <laughs> not hercules mention. rather than icarus brand right <laughs> exactly you <laughs> hercules, got it hercules hercules and you can move them around without it going dunk, 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 dunk every time you like move it slightly. Right. Oh, nice. I'm telling you, badass piece of gear. Seriously. Check it out. I'm moving mine right now. Oh, yeah. And the mic wow. stand, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I can't help what I say. I'm on steroids. <laughs> she is. I'm, I'm going to milk that. That's hilarious. <laughs> on Are we still steroids. talking about the steroids? <laughs> They're calling them the virginal mic stands in the chat. Not anymore. Nice. <laughs> You're breaking them in. <laughs> That's already done. Yeah, yeah and, no, I, I literally am on steroids. And Kira, actually, the funny thing is, nice. is that compared to like, you, you know, the way we use them playing and the way you use them, I'm, I'm guessing playing out, uh, it's they're going to last forever because in here, <laughs> I mean, they it's like eating. There's eating and then there's eating out. Yeah, the one's better. Right. This is... Wait, what are we talking about again? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, seriously. That, that is Thank awesome. You. Yeah, well, I mean, Very you guys have you. such rigorous use of them. You know, it's just, you know, you might actually have an accidental cat attack on one of them, but... Well, we do use them a lot. Well, my last one lasted don't, four don't, and a half years, talk, so... Ball Buster. No, I'm, <laughs> no, I mean a comparison to like live. Yes, uh, my my new ball arrived. Oh yeah, it's smaller never, than I thought it was going to be. Never gets but I think old. it's because I haven't inflated it yet. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, choke on that. <laughs> Ew. That's what she said. Yep. <laughs> well, I guess it has to match the Canadian thing, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 12 minutes and we have silence. <laughs> That's it, man. 12 minutes. We're done. I, I told you I was on steroids and you couldn't make anything out of it. Good night, everybody. You're like, I'm going to milk that by not making any jokes. <laughs> At all. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, well, I was so thinking Chuck about... I, no, it's okay. You lost your chance. I was thinking about all the people who like are always surprised that you lift heavy at the gym. Like all those women that are like, oh, I can't lift. I'll, I'll, be, I'll turn into a bodybuilder. And I'm like... You know, and you, yeah, you, you lift heavy. You at don't the gym. turn into a bodybuilder by accident. Yeah, yeah actually, I'll but say now that again, you're on steroids, maybe you will. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I'm not on those kind of steroids. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll say it again because it's worth saying if you're a woman and you have not done like weightlifting and you're concerned about lifting too heavy or whatever, the only reason you might be concerned about lifting too heavy is if it's too heavy for you as a person, you know? And you're not going to do that. You're going to, you know, hopefully find someone at the gym. And if you go to a gym, they always have people there who are willing to talk to you and help you pick weights that are right for you. 
and you want to lift heavy as heavy as you can and then you want to move up and try to keep you know you'll keep getting stronger so your heaviest will get heavier but you don't want to mess around with like you know a lot of like they'll do bicep curls with like a two pound weight or something you know that's not going to do anything nothing like you could do a hundred thousand of them in a day and it'll just bore you so a lot of women are kind of like I don't want to get hurt or I'm not built for it or I'll get bulky or I'll build up things I don't want to build up or I'll get big in some areas or or my legs are already too big they'll just get bigger all of those things are wrong um you know, I won't go on and on about it forever, yeah. but the more heavy weight that I lifted, the more muscle I developed and muscle tone is different from muscle volume, which means it gets in women, especially as you get stronger, you get smaller, stronger equals smaller, almost exclusively in women. So, you know, my, my so, legs, yeah. my legs are smaller, way smaller than they used to be and way stronger. And you should listen to and Audrey so my arms, yeah. because she's on steroids. That's right. <laughs> I'm on oh, I'm on prednisone because so I got this miserable like. Whenever I hear prednisone, I always think of house. Did you say prednisone? Prednisone. Pregersnisone. Pregers. Right. Yeah, I got this head cold last week, and it wasn't a big deal, except it knocked me on my butt like like no other cold that I've ever had. It didn't help that we were flying because I went to a conference in D.C., which was awesome. Chuck came nice. along with me, which was awesome, except I was sick. And on the plane, my right ear like hemorrhaged or something. It actually did. It like ruptured something inside it and it was clogged and I couldn't hear out of it. And I was like feverish and delusional for days. And finally, the right ear cleared up just in time for us to get on the plane to come back to Dallas. And then the <laughs> left ear uh, ruptured or whatever. So I had to go and you know go to the doctor and he gave me a, a steroid to take down some of the swelling. And uh, that was fun. Big blood-filled sack in my ear. Um, <coughs> not the kind of sack <coughs> I like hanging around my face. Um, but I have to give a special, special thank you to Laser Jake and also to um, Clucasm and Casilda and Rimani. Oh, yeah. And am I forgetting? And Armando and, and especially Chuck, who took good care of me. But everybody who put up with me when I was like... <laughs> just uh, just everybody else. Well, we all and got everyone together, else. And everyone else. We all got together in D.C. <laughs> at, 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 sometimes at various times. And I didn't even know what was going on. Like, we were walking places and I'm like, where are we, you know? And we'd go we're to some restaurant. We're in front restaurant, of the White House, like, Audra. I know. And You've I'm heard like, of it. I'm like, oh, look, the White House, you know? <laughs> and then I, I just, I was like on crack. I mean, I had no idea what was going on and, and I just was confused all the time and people kept like telling me what was going on and helping me out and stuff. And I think I was taking maybe too much cold medicine or, or something, but anyway, <laughs> I imagine you like half conscious, like with sunglasses on being carried around a la weekend at Bernie's movie. <laughs> except, and this is when Audra went to the white house. <laughs> same idea, except she stumbled on her own. <laughs> No, but seriously, uh, a whole bunch of people like went out of their way to meet up and and with each other and with oh, us. Oh, great! And it it was super awesome, incredible. Raymani came down from like Philadelphia. I know she it caught a so train cool. down. Awesome. Yeah, Gasilda drove down. She drove. Yeah, she um, she had like a four hour drive and then like this long commute, and her train kept getting. Oh, hot yeah. in the subways. And Jake came down. Yeah, that you was know cool. he had work kind of in the area and came to see us and. We all got to hang out. We had some really cool oh my God. Peruvian and Ethiopian food. Okay, if you ever are in town with Clucasm, let her pick your restaurants. Holy crap. 
Yeah, we had a lot of fun. It, it was just it was just yeah. so cool getting to see everyone at times when you normally wouldn't be able to. I got to meet Casilda, which was awesome. I've never met Casilda in person. It was the first time that I actually got to see her in person, and I was delighted that we're like the same height. <laughs> she insists that she's taller than she me. She is taller I than you. I insist that I'm taller than her. <laughs> she's taller than you. I guess I wouldn't have known in that yeah, state like anyway. Yeah, like you didn't know we were in front of the White House. How would you know? <laughs> I knew. Right so like, I am taller than you. <laughs> I knew the, when we were in front of it. I didn't know when we were it was walking great. there. You were standing we were right by her, insisting that you were taller, and I'm looking, and it's like clearly she is taller <laughs> than you. Like you know, like notably taller. Like, I'm than just you. not even standing now. <laughs> Seriously, you guys, uh, I'm taller than everybody. I was dumb. What was the uh, what's that awesome bread that the Ethiopian bread? Oh, injera. Injera, yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was awesome. That was badass stuff. And uh, no, the Secret Service were really friendly. They, I'm amazed that you can get that close to the White House. I mean, yeah. like you, you walk up to it and I, I, I was there. You're closer to the White House than you can some of the houses in our neighborhood. No kidding. With all their stupid boats. Oh, boats. hell yeah. You can definitely get closer to the White House than you can George Bush's house down in Dallas. Yeah. That's true. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't want to get close to that. <laughs> well, I guess I haven't tried either, but it's funny. I mean, you know. It smells like bush. <laughs> and, I, I was I was surprised I, I had been to the White House, not inside, but I mean, I had been to the, out in front of it like that yeah, back yeah. in the 80s, but I'd forgotten how close you were. And we walk up, I'm like, holy crap, that is closer than some of the houses in Dallas. We were on the side that Raimani said was not the good side. <laughs> She's oh, like, I love the other side better. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it I was, was like, awesome. Hey, it's white. <laughs> Where are we again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taller oh, than White yeah. House too. <laughs> taller. Yeah. I'm in the White House Shut right up. now. Can't baby, can't baby shower. <laughs> oh man, it was awesome. We went to the Air and Space Museum. Oh yeah. Chuck was like running yeah. around and it was so cool because cool. he was telling me what everything was i'm like what's that and i point and he's like that's an f62.31z missile from 1937 when this you know aeronautic thing i'd be like what's that and he's like that's a c21 5.7 bomber and like it sounded well, like that okay. to me anyway yeah that's like those weren't those aren't the right numbers <laughs> <laughs> well let's put it this way we walk in right and right over your head as you walk in is is voyager right the uh yeah. You know, Rutan's craft that, that and, flew around the world unrefueled. Yeah, and then in front of you, you're like, that's Spaceship One, the actual that's vehicle awesome. hanging awesome in the. When oh. the spirit of St. Louis like doesn't even interest you anymore because <laughs> they've got Spaceship One next to it. Oh, by the way, underneath it, that's the Apollo 11 command module sitting there. Yeah. You've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Probably, and, and yeah. <laughs> they had two modules, right? The Gemini. They had a Gemini capsule Whoa, as well. I remembered one. Yeah. They had, uh, <laughs> they had Glenn's uh, Friendship 7 uh, nice. Mercury capsule, the first first orbital man American flight. Yeah. Thoroughly encased in Lucite by this point. Oh, all of them were. Yeah. Except, yeah. I mean, just. But Is holy, that that glass that was the that actual type stuff? X1, the first craft to oh, break the speed yeah. of sound. I mean, like, and I'm like, oh, that must like, be a engines. model. And I'm looking at them, I'm like, holy crap, it's not. <laughs> there was a sweet display of like the back of a, a a shuttle or something where they had uh, re reconstructed these engines. But oh no, like, yeah, we were talking about curation. They yeah. they wanted to show the back end of the the first stage of a Saturn V. 
booster. But right. you know the the first stage of of the vehicle that carried. Uh, into the moon, right? And there, are, there are five of them, round ones, positioned well, kind of like the yeah. five dots on the on a die. Yeah, there mm-hmm. there are five engines, but they only had two. So what they did is they built essentially a polished aluminum like side and floor underneath it, so that when you look at it, the reflection shows all five. Ah, nice. Yeah, it was awesome. And was, I was like, that is good curation. It was. Yeah. It was so creative and so cool. Um, there were some, there were some other, they had an X-15 in the lobby, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, tell me about the Enterprise. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, the, the, uh, there's the, the model that all the GVCers pose in front of in the basement, in the uh, basement of the gift shop. <laughs> they have the, uh, um, they have the actual model that they used for filming the original series Star Trek. That was the actual model? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Jeez, Audra, did How you... Did I not know that? You were way out of it. <laughs> I know. It's not fair. Yeah, it's funny. It says on, on it, it says <sighs> factual model. And then and, and then on the other side, it says fiction, fictional model, you know? And it talks about the what the storied inter- enterprise was and then the history of this model. In fact, there's a picture, if you look next to it with a bunch of guys standing around it you know outside Aww. the thing where they yeah so. saw, i was like that's just like the real enterprise that's so cool take my picture in fact it now, was is, the real enterprise now do i remember correctly is that it wasn't originally painted completely detailed on both sides but then somebody did go along and finish it off I heard before that. it became yeah, you always see the same side in the original series yeah. before they went and changed it like because remember they took the original series and like digitally oh yeah right updated it yeah that's the, the one the the one picture chuck sent to me when oh, he was yeah. there was the uh uh gene kranz's vest from a yeah, from uh, the awesome. apollo 13 mission I'm and like, by the way the, the ripples across the middle are, are light it's not a, a pattern thing. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I figured, yeah. Okay. yeah. I knew. I was oh, like... I, I, I've seen <laughs> I've seen the best before. I know it's not a pattern. All these people were like uh, were like wandering around bored, and I'm like, holy crap. And I was just like, what? And I'm like, look at this. Juan's got to see this. And yeah, like, it was awesome. Cool. I don't know if you noticed, but they, in the lower corner of the display, the Apollo 13 button that he wore on it is there yeah. as well. Is it? Yeah. So like, oh yeah okay I, <laughs> I just brought, that's cool you should tweet the picture if you've got it there yeah i do hold on i'll, I'll tweet it the um actually i you know what i just watched uh the other day was the that um the series produced by tom hanks uh, from the earth to the moon uh-huh oh, oh yeah cool. that is it's uh, like 12 hour plus long episode series yeah filled with just brilliant actors like tons of people that you know and um just really, really well done. Yeah, what, awesome. what, actually, you know what's really cool uh, for Apollo thir- for the Apollo thirteen episode where they talk about what happened there. Um, uh, Tom Hanks does a narration at the start that says, "You know, like for the you know the the biggest news headline of that year uh, had basically no visuals to it because uh-huh. you know." After the accident, you couldn't get video from the capsule or anything. No. So it was all just talking heads. So the episode takes place without you. This is not my beautiful actors, spaceship. You only hear the actors' voices over the comm. And the only parts that they film are from our perspective from the Earth. That's awesome. Which is, I was like, wait a minute. When are they going to show the inside of the capsule? And I realized, they're not. They're going to show what it felt like to have no idea what the crap is going on. That is awesome. Yeah. 
That is. That's really cool. I actually heard... It actually put it in a completely different perspective for me. Because, you know, I've, I've seen Apollo 13, the, the, you know, theatrical movie, many, many, many times. And I've done a lot of, you know, personal research looking into the Apollo space program and stuff like that. But to wa- have an hour-long narr- narrative with no visuals of what's going on up there is... It's it, it it made me look at it as as a lot um, you know just if the very helpless feeling you get where it's like there's literally you can't see what's going on up there you can only just trust that these little staticky bursts of com traffic are going to work out and and there's three people up there that you have basically virtually no contact with I thought it was cool it is I, I was it go- is cool I, I was off mic for a second because I, I was going to say plug in. I was going to say that uh, uh, I actually heard on the Nerdist Writers Panel uh, podcast recently one of the authors, uh, pre- one of the people who wrote uh, the Apollo 1 episode was on there and was talking about kind of the whole, uh, the way they chose to approach the Apollo 1 episode by uh, by starting, you know, by starting with, you know, the the you know, working backwards into it, essentially, where they try to figure your your it's already happened. Uh, and, and you're starting after it happened and and looking into it in terms of the uh, the investigation where you slowly uncover what happens almost like a mystery. Yeah. And uh, just so much art in in that series I had heard about and I, it's in my queue to watch. So, yeah, a few different directors as well. There's a really good one on the uh, uh, one of the episodes is the. Uh, the the wives mm-hmm. uh, dis- t- discussion and and what basically the um, again that's a perspective that you only see the point of view from their side so when things go wrong and stuff like that that since they filmed it all together you get pieces from the other story starting to weave in but to just you know also feel like that you know like they they really had no idea what was going on half the time totally. I was having fun. Great series. Check. I was having fun with uh, the things you hear around the Air and Space Museum. One of my favorites, which you used to hear a lot on the uh, on the tours at, at Kennedy as well, uh, was is that you know is that lunar module real? You know, in other words, is that flight hardware? Because so many things are in there, but of course, right. You know, if you think about it, it, it can't possibly be real. Yeah, it's. Well, that, that, that was the, the kind of ultimate heartbreak of the people that designed and built that thing. Is that, you know, you're building this ship that, uh, you know, I mean, does great things. It goes to the moon. It, it, you know, saves the lives of three astronauts on Apollo 13. It does You'll all this amazing stuff. Again. You'll never see it again. And it will literally burn up or, it, you know, not, not even burn up. Um, most of them were just. This ship is bananas. They basically just get impacted onto the moon and just left there. Yeah, totally. Um, we we were kidding about the brilliance of kidding in a in a cool way about the brilliance of the whole throw it all away plan and how you couldn't go to the moon without that. So anyway, yeah. enough serious. I just wanted to point <laughs> we're out litters that litters on the moon. <laughs> so we carry a harpoon. <laughs> I totally wanted to wanted to point out what an awesomely cool place that is, and if you get a chance, go. I'll post my pictures uh, this week when I get a chance to go through Sweet. them. Sweet, that'll be a lot of fun. I'll, I'll stick them in the Flickr pool as well. Nice. So you guys, you all missed it when Casilda got like raging drunk 
at the uh, really? Peruvian oh, restaurant. You're get so in and, trouble. And started like hitting on the waiter, and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she is so going to return that favor someday. <laughs> she is taller than you. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, everyone was taller than me. The White House was. It was definitely taller than you. By wanting to explain what everyone are, what everything was, are you talking about me? I needed everything. Explain. <laughs> Top Gun. Throw it away. Throw it away. Throw it away now. This is throw this it is away, a fork. Throw it away, throw this it away is a spoon. Now. This is food. What I got to get to give it to your mama. This is the White House. What I got to get to give it to your papa. <laughs> the waitress was giving you looks for. I didn't what? even notice that. That's weird. Oh. Maybe she was giving you looks because you were giving her looks. There were a lot of looks going on. Well, if you saw her, you know, giving you looks, you must have been giving her looks. What? Huh? We're confused. (laughs) How would you know someone was giving you looks unless you were giving them looks to do that? If you mean looking at them, then yes. (laughs) Yeah, Audra, just because you look in a direction doesn't mean that you're giving them a look. Yeah, get it straight. My gosh, don't you know anything? I did not go to the brand new Martin Luther King thing. I did not get a chance to see that. We actually... Oh, we went to the video game exhibit. Yeah, we we did. Um, There were like a couple of things that we went to that we really wanted to see, and then everything else kind of got cut out because the trip was short. I was there for a conference, and we had like a little bit of time after that, and I was sick, and I I had to sleep until like... You know, every day. Noon. I, I know. It was so bad. I, I wanted Way to go, to, Audra. I know. I feel like I ruined everything because I wanted to be out and walking around and That's stuff. That's it. Party's <laughs> over, Audra. Day, Fuck you <laughs> for everybody. That day, Chuck, Chuck woke me up. Like, it's like 7.30 and I'm like, I got to go to the, the remaining conference sessions. Oh, this and, is great. And he's like, um, he's like, yeah, you know, this is the time you said that you had to get up. And I was like, yeah, I can't move. So like 8.30, he, he, he's like, hey, did, you know, did you want to get up? You could still make it to the first session. And I was like, uh, fell back asleep. You know? No, no, no. Then she's like, yeah, I need to go because I need to return my badge. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I think you can keep your badge. I'm like, what? And Chuck's like, maybe you shouldn't go. I think you should probably go back to sleep. <laughs> she's like, okay. It was good. I, I kid about it, but the reality was she needed to sleep, so... It worked out pretty well. So we did want to see the Museum of Natural History. We didn't get to, so we'll have to do that next time. Yeah, Casilda's like, you don't return conference badges. I know. But I got to tell you, the video game. I was out of it. The video game exhibit was as advertised. Uh, It was cool that that the Smithsonian chose to actually uh, include video games as a part of of their their program in in that particular installation. Yeah, I got to play the the Pac-Man not the Atari one, which is the first one I ever played, oh, the but, but the arcade. Yeah, the original arcade right. version, which is so funny because they had this like little podium you could stand at with a single uh, joystick on it. And the joystick responded exactly the way that it used to, which was sort of after the fact. Like, <laughs> you know how one, you, you've gotten awesome at singing like with like a three tenths of a second delay. That's how yeah. the joystick on that thing always worked and, and worked in the museum as well. Uh, thoughtful Calculating. Guy. Thoughtful guy was in the portrait gallery. And, uh, no, uh, no, no, no. Uh, oh, American art, right. The, the Museum of American Art. And it says in Portrait Gallery on the front of it. And Portrait Gallery yeah. is part of it, yeah. Right. So, yeah. 
And, uh, you know, but but as described as well, most of the complaints I saw were that I missed the Shakespeare library. that they selected. Uh, they kind of were a little bit sort of uh, haphazard in their selection of games. Nice. Well, what, what, other than Pac-Man, I saw that you tweeted a, a picture that they had missed there, which is. Yeah, I was I, appropriate. I, I could. It was. And that made the ones that were featured there made good sense. Like they had the uh, flower game, I think it's called. Yeah. Flower, oh, the one from a few years back. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Well, they had uh, the original uh, Super Mario Brothers. They had um, <laughs> American art. <laughs> but if you but if you look at um, at the way like in, in the other room where they actually had this was awesome they had game consoles actual examples of game consoles I took a picture of every console because that was my favorite part and on each one they had like five representative games and those are the ones that I'm talking about were kind of haphazardly oh, okay, selected okay. and I took pictures of all the game selection because I thought you and I might want to talk about that at some point maybe a modern geek or in a special or something Oh, yeah. Casilda says, uh, watching Armando's daughter trying to figure out the mechanics of Mario was awesome. It was. She's like 10. And, uh, you know, she it took her a second to realize that it's, it's two not dimensional 3D. and that it's a side scroll. Yeah, that it's not 3D. You can't like, you know, move only just left and right. And that it's not a like you can't go back because it's a side scroller. And if it's off the left hand side of the screen, it's gone. And if you die, you die. You know, you have to start all over again. And it was really cool because she's just like, wow, this is weird. This is really hard. And yeah, it was kind of the point back in the day. I mean, the games had to be relatively simple, but if you're, you're, you know, you're going to be uh, playing them for hours on end, you, they can't really have checkpoints every five seconds. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was cool because Clue Chasm and Casilda and Juan, uh, you guys were all born like within almost the same year or like within a year of each other you know so it was really cool we were talking about the the kind of games that we remembered playing at different ages totally there were there were some really weird like like uh it was cool when you got toward the newer consoles you know they select like they selected uh mass effect was it two or or one uh they had a screenshot from two which i was really disappointed it it was a just a you know a screen a screen cap no it was from the back, the yeah. elusive man. You know, in front then, of the star. And like then you Miranda, see. like looking out at the screen from the back. Like it he, was no chef. Chef wasn't even in it. That's <laughs> awesome. I no like, chef. I was like, what a <laughs> no terrific sh- screenshot of Mass Effect. This thing that has nothing to do with the Normandy, nothing to do with the Citadel, nothing to do with freaking Shepard at all. Oh, Just hurting. that fucking douchebag, the elusive man. Yeah. And someone who's a big fan of Yvonne Strahovski's butt, apparently. Well, I could see that. but Well, I could see that, too, but it's not enough to take Shep out of the... I was bummed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still, I, you know, well, in the end, it was cool. I, I guess what's kind of surprising when you think about it is that, like, they had a number of video art installations there. And, and video art has is, is considered... I mean, there's nobody, there are very few people running around saying, well, that's not really art. I, I have to, know. I'm sorry, I have so, to correct So how can video games somehow not be art or be questionable or have to be a new thing where video art's been considered art for, you know, 20 years? That's mm. frustrating to me. Yeah. No, I just have to, <laughs> I have to correct Thoughtful Guy real quick because it was Shemp and he was replaced by Curly. So it was... 
Larry Moe and Shemp, and then... I'm going to guess that it's probably the totally, spirit of the joke rather than the technicality totally of it. awesome and totally worth interrupting me for. Yep. <laughs> I agree. Are you being a chode? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you got it. Honesty is an important part of you hey, guys' relationship. All right, let, me, let me just ask the guys in the chat. Is there anything hotter than a chick that knows Three Stooges trivia? There is not. Okay. <laughs> We're all thinking <laughs> maybe. <laughs> You have to give... There's a t- delay. Hold on. <laughs> there you go. We're all thinking about hey. it. Hey! <laughs> quick, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, thoughtful guy. <laughs> there you go. I'll just like, I just want someone to tell me I'm hot. <laughs> Vindication. <laughs> <laughs> Bilingual chicks. I only have one tongue. I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> all right. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> apparently Screw there's a long list of things Screw all of you except for thoughtful guy apparently there is a long list of uh chicks that are cooler than <laughs> thank you nika <laughs> uh, i've been cooler and taller thank you nate <laughs> <laughs> taller <laughs> oh man uh low life otaku said a minute ago that makes me feel old talking about the uh oh thank you thank you bit shift sorry i missed your compliment um talking about feeling old i felt really old too because it was it was so funny like it, they had like a, a super nintendo or you know even the original nes it's in a glass case and everything <laughs> that's and, awesome and there are these kids all looking at it like ooh. and this guy <laughs> walked by up, up to it and i could tell he was like almost exactly my age and he kind of looked at me and i looked at him and we kind of like laughed and what what he's oh he he started laughing he's like it's like a relic or something <laughs> i thought it would have been cool if they had a if they had a cartridge like an nes cartridge mounted where you could blow on it to get the full experience <laughs> <laughs> like one of those, you know, you know, like touch and hear and see exhibits. <laughs> did, did you see that shirt? I need this shirt so bad. Did you see that shirt that that has a, an NES cartridge on it? And it says "Blow Me." <laughs> no, that's awesome. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> is, is that not the shit? That was, uh, yeah, that's that's cool. Indeed, Audrey actually explained that to me because I I, I bought a, oh, yeah, you, a console off eBay. And I was, I never had one when oh, I was yeah, a kid you didn't know about the and I couldn't make it work. And she's like, give me that. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it and sounds I'm like, like that. I'll be damn. What do you know? Hey, Nate says there's an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Nate says there's an Xbox arcade game where you have to blow on the cartridge to start it. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, uh, Kier says busted T's is where you get the, uh, ah, yeah. Nice. nice. That's awesome. There it is. <laughs> That's brilliant. It was cool looking back at some of the games that I um, really loved playing when I was like, well, I mean, I always played them out of date, you know? So like two to four years after they were released. But like Sega Genesis games, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't play those until 92 you know, and a lot of them were released like 89 or something. I was like, really? <laughs> I didn't know that the NES came out in 85. The first time I ever played it was like almost 88. And my yeah. cousin got it and it was brand new. What do you mean? Nobody has two TVs. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the same with us. I mean, we didn't have that many games and we didn't. I mean, we, we had wound up eventually getting more consoles, but it was 
Yeah, you, you, you play Mario Brothers or Mario Brothers. <laughs> you, for, know, you don't have to correct yourself. For, uh, you know, years. Years and years and years yeah, of exactly. playing the same game over and over and over again. I mean, we didn't even get our first NES till I think it was 90 or 91 even. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and then you just, <laughs> and then by then, like Super Mario 3 was already old, but I was playing Super Mario 1 because we owned it for the first time. We never had any of those. Yeah, I know, I know. But it, it's cool, though, because, I mean, in a way, it was cool because we didn't know how far they were going to come, and they didn't evolve so quickly back then, you know? So, like, you could play Super Mario, and it wasn't so completely behind Super Mario 2 and 3 like today, where, you know what I mean? Like, you play a game that's, like, two or three years old, and you can really tell. Except me, I'm old. They all kind of just still look cool to me. If it's, like, 2000, you know eight or later i can't tell shooter my my console history consists of none unless you count the commodore 64 which wasn't a console um and and then my first console audra and i actually bought together which was a uh which was a, a, a an original playstation that that the really large gray model the last oh one. yeah yeah you know Not what i'm talking PS- about not the PSX, the, the PS1. The, it was the, the one PlayStation. Just, yeah, the PlayStation. Yeah. PlayStation. Yeah, the last <laughs> one before the PS1. And then, uh, and, and I bought it because they were used and relatively inexpensive, and I thought, maybe I should buy one, and I brought it home, and I thought Audrey was going to be mad at me because I spent money I probably shouldn't have on it. And she was like, sweet, <laughs> and proceeded to show me how to play uh, the games that, that I had bought with it. And, uh, and then a little bit later- you Remember we, what games you got? We Gran got, Turismo 2 uh-huh, at the two, time, yeah. and... Uh, what was the other one? That was the one we played all the time. Do you remember time. when you got me... Um, you went out and you actually oh. bought a Sega Saturn console. No, it wasn't a Saturn. It was a Dreamcast. A Dreamcast, that's yeah. right. You oh, went out wow. and you bought a Dreamcast when they were not being made anymore. For Crazy Taxi. Just to buy me Crazy Taxi, because I used to play it in the arcade constantly, and then they... I can't remember. Did they close the arcade or they moved yeah. the game or, or something? And then one Christmas, I, I actually bought uh, a, like refurbished a refurbished Dreamcast. Yeah. And with Crazy Taxi. With Crazy Taxi. Oh, yeah. shit. That is... The, yes! So, <laughs> Conrad so, yeah. was like, yeah! My console history <laughs> consisted of that. And then and then the next console I had was uh, when Audra and I had a little bit more cash and we decided, hey, we oh, we played baseball in the Dreamcast all the time. You remember that? Because we bought the Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't play with me after and then, like three games. It's because she would spank me like majorly. It was so bad. I just got my ass handed to me over and over and over again. And then we thought, you know. It's because I played every baseball game on every console I know. growing you're, up. You're as good a kid. at it. That's all there is to it. Did, I did you ever play it. the third party game on the NES called RBI Baseball? No, I didn't play that one. There was that that little era where they were making where they were some unofficial, uh, non Nintendo approved games that basically shorted out the DRM. Oh, and we had yeah. RBI baseball, but then one of our friends stole it, and we never saw it again. <laughs> but me and my brother played that to death on the NES. Anyway, continue. Go ahead, Chuck. Oh yeah, so um, we we went in and we were looking. We're thinking, well, maybe we should buy a, uh, uh, you know, maybe we should buy a a. A PlayStation, and we ended up buying the Xbox, which was still relatively new, the original Xbox, uh, because it had a really good baseball game, which led to Halo, which we had a fun no, experience. No, we bought the original Xbox because of Halo. 
No, we didn't. We bought it for the baseball game. Are you serious? Yep, and we played the baseball game. And then I... Wow. Listen, <laughs> our friend Peter brought over Halo. Oh, And we played so it. Right. And then I rented it. And because I wanted to play it some more. And you sat in your room, and this is funny in hindsight. And you were like, rah, rah, rah. It's like... Uh, you're giving me a look. Because J-Bob's going to work. Oh, okay. Hang on. We got to play him out. <laughs> We we have to get back on the Halo CE so, shooter because yeah. we were playing it and we, we, we yeah. and and uh, Audra was back in her room like uh, you know uh, our back in our bedroom behind that and she here oh here's this explosion and crap I was and, I think I was trying to work because I was in grad school I just started. Uh, grad school back then and you guys are out playing halo i'd never played it before and uh I, I didn't really see the screen all i could hear was just you had it cranked up so loud and we were in this little apartment and it was like long story short hours so audra comes out and decided to play along with me no i i ripped him a new one first and then we like i'm so tired of the noise and, and then we like, played like, Halo just play incessantly. <laughs> like, I mean, we played more. I mean, we don't need to rehash this because we talked about it on GOC so many times. But we played that original Halo C game every way you could possibly play it. We played it on every difficulty level. Uh, we even completed it one time on easy without firing a weapon. <laughs> which took a while. I mean, you had to learn to lead the uh, flood parade to get it to work out. Yeah. But but seriously, yeah. So uh, then... Oh, oh, there's even that that one in the first Halo game where you have to shoot the rockets to open those doors. Yeah, we, we used, used grenades. grenades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, long story short, it goes on from there. We got a, a we got a, a PS2 which you bought for me, and then uh, uh, I bought a, a original Genesis and an NES. Yeah. And then uh, and then a 360, and that's pretty much where we are. Now I gotta ask. There was. Um crap it, it was in my head there was like a really cool game i wanted to know if anyone had played it um oh it was one of those baseball games um it was like a i think it was called super baseball and it was for the i think it was for the sega genesis and it was robots playing baseball in the future oh that there was an arcade machine really yeah because it was it was robot well no they had robot football Oh, no. There was this, an arcade machine that was robot football. I, I'm pretty sure it was called Super Baseball, and it was in the future, and you played on a, a team of various kinds of robots, and they had, like, go-go gadget arms, and you, you would hit the ball, and it would go up, like, miles in the air, and everything was extreme, you know, and, and the the stadiums were just huge, and, and, like, you know, half a mile in the sky and all kinds of stuff. I, I was wondering if anyone ever played that or saw that. Um, And a couple... A couple of my other favorites uh, for the NES, there was this game called Snake Rattle and Roll, which was awesome. And uh, and Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, if you've ever played that for, was it Sega Genesis? Yeah, we played that on emulation here yeah. a bunch. I used to, I played the arcade version back when it was, you know, new. And it's awesome because it's such a weird game, you know. I mean, it, it kind of reenacts some of the scenes from the film Moonwalker, which is kind of just like a bunch of music videos strung together but like the cafe uh what is it cafe 30s you know the smooth criminal video 
where they're all, you know, dressed in the suit, the fedoras and the, you know. 30s stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I do. And anyway, there's a button where if you press the button, the the entire game just stops whatever it's doing. All the bad guys, everybody, and everyone just does a dance. Like all the light, the lights come down and like a spotlight shines on Michael and he goes, whoo, and, and he spins around <laughs> and then everyone in the game dances in unison. The bad guys, yep. the good guys, like the it's little the kid. the fucking the, dance the button. Monkey, it's awesome. The monkey. Like. <laughs> you pause it, there's a control. It's like, press C for dance. <laughs> it it's is, like a button, a yeah. Button. You could like, you on know the, how you have this explode everything button on Defender? It's like that except dance. On the arcade, the, the button was actually labeled dance. <laughs> it was. Super breakout. Yes, It totally Ray was. Raymani, nice. oh, I got. I played that game for hours. Did Did you play it with the paddle controller? Because that oh, I think that yeah. was the only way. Well, you could hook up the joystick to it. I really? Think. Yeah, I don't think so. But um, yeah, yeah, Super Break. You know, you get it like bouncing around up in the top, and it starts sounding like a you know funky clav up there. It's awesome. Raymani remembers. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the uh, forty-minute points. Now the fifty-one-minute point. Indeed. Everyone's ignoring me tonight. Yeah, I'm ignoring. Oh wait, no, I'm not. <laughs> 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 yeah, actually, uh, I was allowed to go to arcades, Casilda, but I wasn't allowed to have them the games at home. It was probably a good idea. I got pretty wound up when I was a kid playing them. I wasn't very good until much, much, much later at dealing with that. So mm. it probably worked out, I think. Yeah, I, I, I seem to recall having spent way too much time playing games growing up. But, you know, it worked out. Exactly. Exactly. Think, where would you be without the, that gaming experience? Many one quarters of, richer. One of the greatest was that <laughs> this this NES baseball game, and I don't remember what it was called. It was it was lame. It wasn't one of the like cool later ones, but it was one of the early games where they first started to incorporate uh, where like you could control the speed of the runner, which was new. Like if you if you held down B and and while they were running, it would actually you could steal a base and you could actually kind of <laughs> manipulate that for the first time. It was so funny because the sounds were just awful. The announcers, they had like two guys who were the announcers of the game, and they each had three things that they would say over and over through nine innings, the, the same three things. And uh, the audience sound sounded like bubbles popping or whatever. Whenever you'd like <laughs> get a run, it would go. <laughs> that was supposed to be a <laughs> If you if you if you hit like a grand slam, it was like, <laughs> "Hey, everyone's talking about Wrath of Khan's thirtieth anniversary, anniversary of the Wrath of Khan." <laughs> June fourth, nineteen eighty-two. Wow! Oh my god! Oh, I was like negative two then. <laughs> Shit! Wow! <laughs> I was two. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Yep. That's awesome. Those are some ancient pecs. Yeah, I thought it's like I was 
18. (laughs) (laughs) I have had enough of you. That was awesome. You were drooling and pooping on yourself. That must have been a fantastic movie to make that happen, dude. It was 18. I just just enjoyed the movie. I mean, I as a man, you know. (laughs) Well, some people, you know, go all out, I guess. (laughs) Let it never be said that you don't take your movie enjoyment quite seriously. Yeah, I was, you know, I can't even remember the first time I saw Khan. It wasn't that long ago. I mean, honestly, it was probably in the last five years. The first time I like sat really? down and what? Yeah, sat down and and just like watched it. I think it was two thousand eight that I saw it the first time. I mean, I mean, I know I saw clips of it growing up. You know what I mean? But never like sat and watched the whole movie. Gavin, because they need a fucking ladder. I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but on the old Enterprise, there weren't exactly, you know, there were windows in the uh, uh, on the bridge, but they were up in the ceiling. So they would have yeah. had to get on a fucking ladder and stick their head out up up high to see anything. And I don't know if you noticed either, but the, the, the like, you know, the view out of the bridge, not exactly panoramic. No, but then again, even the uh, the... 2009 trek window would yeah, have they, been useful <laughs> they fixed that shit did you notice in 2009 it's like you know they ought to be able to look the fuck out of this thing <laughs> yeah that was awesome <laughs> yeah they could yeah. tell whether you know it's sort of like a bad cubicle position in an office you can tell if it's real bright or dark outside but that's about it well that's like the first thing that they do in the new star trek movie is that captain robagos Damn it! Polarize the view screen. <laughs> I can't see on this <laughs> thing. We're bright. like what we're in hell? front of a star. Why do we not have sunglasses on? Audra making Trek war jokes, not realizing the tech war pun that she just made. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, in the new in the new Trek, they can you know in new Trek and you. New Trek, they can totally look out the window. Yeah. You know? Which is I think awesome. it's a good plan. I do too. I'm I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Except for when it starts cracking in half. Yeah, that's bad. Then again, Picard was the only one to lose anyone out of the the view screen, so No shit. That's not right. New Trek Picard did like all of his movies, half of his crew dies and and Womp Womp. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, you know, up until that point. I would think that Kirk probably had the higher death count, you know, because, you know, like five ensigns die every episode I, I of the original Janeway, series. I think Janeway probably lost the most people. <laughs> well, in the one batch at the front, maybe. Or but, you know, have. no, constantly. The only no, reason you don't know is shuttles, because their ship is people. so clean. <laughs> That's right. They, it's like they have a shuttle bay that can hold one and a half shuttles, shuttles. And they have like 75 shuttles. They did. Apparently Everyone's they had like Conrad's 500. Like, yeah, Jamie yeah. loves the most shuttles. <laughs> That's what the fucking replicators like, for. Why, does there, hey, why is, every, why is it so cramped that Neelix has to steal your place? Well, because, you know, there isn't that much inside the ship. There's like it's all deck full of two fucking shuttles. and then a shuttle bay. Hey! Guys watched the Voyager pilot just this week. We should we should get in on that because Voyager. I I have much love for Voyager, but it is also really wicked fun to MST3K. Yeah, it is. Especially the Kessiers. Yeah. And Seska <laughs> and the Kazon. Oh, the Kazon. And the oh. Vision quests. Yeah, I loved Audra. I tweeted it, but I'm not sure the people who follow me on Twitter would get it as much as this crew. But like when uh, Audra mentioned we were watching uh, Stargate Atlantis and Audra's like, 
God damn it. The Janai are the are the Kazon of Star Trek. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that is so true. It's true. That is, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> it's so true. Look at Nate. Akuchi Moya. We are far from the bones of our ancestors. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I like how he spells it. Akuchi Moya. Akuchi. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's the, uh, the original tribal spelling of that <laughs> phrase. Magnus, Magnus, I'm pretty sure the age of consent for her people was two. Honestly. Oh, I, I think it went, It's phonetic. It is. <laughs> we, 1.5. I'm a hoochie coochie moya. <laughs> Everybody knows it's true. Guess is a race's age of consent is 20 minutes. That's just not right. I know. It's not. Janeway told my ancestors. That's why they're so annoying bow, because bow, bow, they, bow. they only, if you only Day live a couple of years, bold. you got to be hyper fucking annoying to get it all in, you know? Got a hoochie coochie boy coming. Bow, 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 bow. Gonna be a son of a gun. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed appropriate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you know who had a messed up sex drive was Neelix. No shit. That guy, nothing ever worked out for him. He probably oh. got more when he was when he was uh, um, when he was oh. combined with uh, what was the name? <laughs> Tuvix. Tu- yeah, Wait, yeah. did you say deleted Kess Neelix sex scenes are on the Blu-ray? You're kidding, right? You're shitting me. I felt I always Rift feel bad the watching ring. the Tuvix episode oh because everybody likes Tuvix more than Neelix and Tuvok. <laughs> it's so true. You're like, can can we just keep Tuvix? It's better than <laughs> it's better. It's like more than the sum of its parts, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, at the Air and Space Museum uh, gift shop, on the same level with the uh, Enterprise, they had a book by. Um, God, I can never remember the names. Why Tuvix rocks? No, the guy who plays Neelix. Um, he wrote a, a cookbook. Ethan Phillips. Ethan Phillips. Thank you. And he was in costume as Neelix on the cover oh, of the book. Oh, it was horrible. It was like you know uh, a Star Trek cookbook. By Ethan Phillips. And it's a bunch of normal fucking foods with names that relate to... Oh, no. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> That's not good. Not good at all. No, it's not. New album by Tuvok Sugar. <laughs> oh, gross! Yeah, Palos. let's not repeat that. Let's not repeat that. <laughs> We're recording this week. Let's not repeat that one. <laughs> Done. Don't you diss my Wookiee cookbook. Hey, <laughs> learn to spell Wookiee and I'm going to diss it all I want. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that Janeway likes? some more ease, sir. She likes those cucumber sandwiches. You remember? Yes, it was literally, it wasn't anything special. It was literally just cucumber sandwiches. And and with Kira in Deep Space Nine, it's banana pancakes, right? No, that was Torres in Voyager. Good. Kira didn't really like anything. <laughs> she liked um, Ractagino. <laughs> I think Hasperat Souffle as well. Hasperat Souffle. Oh, God. Leola Roots, too. <laughs> oh, Neelix and his Leola Root and everything. Oh, that's awesome. You'd think that would be an euphemism for him being promiscuous, but nah. <laughs> hey, baby, want some Leola Roots, too? 
That Neelix guy, oh yeah, he's had his Leola root and everything, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Paris did make his own little French cafe. Although I like uh, I like Janeway's. Sex with Ocampa, go to the special <laughs> hell. <laughs> nice. I like Janeway's Irish pub better than Paris's French cafe. That's true. I'm with you on that. Shake your hooky. I want to know how to make those musical notes. Of course, uh, no one's going to tell me. Yeah. Sexiest man on Voyager, sexiest woman on Voyager. Wow. Uh, well, sexiest woman, you got to give it to Seven of Nine because she's awesome. I mean, she's not just like physically attractive. She is, but she's also awesome. Come sexiest here. man. I won't hurt you. <laughs> yeah. Take off your clothes. Um, yeah, you know... I'm Decide kinda, quick. You I'm, got I'm about a, a minute. Up, I'm a toss up between Kim and the doctor, too. Wait, you, you don't go for the uh, for facial art? Okay, if it was... If it was... Um, crap, who played Harry Kim? Help me out here. She's not like anybody that says coochie. Garrett Wang? Yeah, if it was Garrett Wang instead of Harry Kim, I would choose him. Wang. But not Wang. the character of Harry Kim. I don't like his character that much. Lindsay Ballard was cute. The so, dead chick. So I'd go with the doctor. Kim was the Kenny of Voyager. You bastards. The dead chick. Who are you talking about? That one episode where Lindsay Ballard, uh, Harry Kim's love interest, where oh, right. she, she comes count. back from the dead. No. Wait, was it? Wait, wait. I remember her name. Started with. Wait, crap. What was her name? It was like. What are you talking about? Kim's girlfriend's name. Lindsay Ballard. No, um, oh, I thought that was the <laughs> no, actor. No, it's Lindsay Ballard. I'm kidding. Daniel Day Kim. I'm just fucking with you. Libby. Libby, that's well, what it everybody, was. Thank you. <laughs> on that note, we'll see you next week. For real, we're back. Woo-hoo. Our time. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.